0: Hello, fellow warrior. Is it time for you to give yourself permission? What kind of permission am I talking about? Well, I've got a long list for you. And you might be surprised at how many of these things you can check off. You can say, yep, that's me. I'm not giving myself permission to do this or to do that. Before I get into all of that, I want to tell you that I come from experience. I come from experience with all of these podcasts, all of these topics. But this one in particular, I was in my self-imposed prison because I refused to give myself permission to be happy again, to be joyful, to stand up and fight, to laugh, to believe in the future, to have hope. Because I was devastated by my daughter Jamie's addiction. And who wouldn't be? What mother is not devastated when something very traumatic and awful is going on in the lives of their children, no matter how old they become? I had no power to stop this. And the longer Jamie's addiction went on, the worse I felt about myself. Can you relate to this even if you don't have somebody in your life that's in addiction? Many things can put us in this position of feeling powerless, helpless, giving up hope, feeling as if there's nothing good for me in my future. All of the good stuff is in my rearview mirror. Can you relate to that? I felt like the worst mother on the planet. And worse than that, I felt like the worst person on the planet because I really thought that I was powerful enough to save another person from their beast. I thought that I should be powerful enough, that I should have that much power. Yeah, that's a big eye opener when I realized that if I had the power to save my only daughter, my first love from her addiction beast, I would have done it years ago. I would have done it long, long time ago. It had nothing to do with how much I loved her. It had nothing to do with how much I cared or how much I even tried. The fact of the matter was, the reality is we can't save someone else. We can impact them. We can stand with them when they're fighting, but we can't fight other people's beasts for them as much as we might like to. And that reality was hard for me to take. It really was. So there I was in my self-imposed prison. I figured that I deserved it. I had done something in my past. And trust me, I went through the list, I don't know how many times, every little thing. You know, all my partying days in high school and the time I did this wrong or that wrong or the time I you know, did this wrong in my parenting. I mean, just went through the list, agonizing. I had to pinpoint it. I had to find that thing. Like if I had found that thing, it was going to somehow magically fix everything. But you know what? People want to know, right? We're inquiring minds. We want to know. We want answers. And I wanted answers and I couldn't find them. And so I drove myself further and further into this cave, this deep, dark place and if you had known me during all of those years, approximately 13 of them, before I stood up, you may may not have known that this was happening because I became a really good actress. And what's funny about that is I'm a very real person. What you see is what you get. If you ever meet me in person, you're going to go, "Yep, she's just like she sounds on her podcast." I mean, I'm a really real person i don't try to pretend that i'm somebody i'm not in in really in any kind of situation yet i had become this great actress pretending to my own family to those closest to me even to my husband rich he had no idea before i told him i didn't want to be here anymore how many times i had thought that how long i had felt that way because i had become this really good actress but you know what i like to say I was an actress who was about to have her final curtain call because I was losing it. I may have looked okay on the outside, but I was not okay on the inside. So there I was in my self-imposed prison, right? I deserved it. It was my fault. It was my lot in life. And worse than that, this is what I referred to it as, my life sentence. Can you believe that? listening to, maybe reading uh, what I put out there, you might be shocked to go, wow, really? I thought she was a positive person. (laughs) Yeah, well, I was, and then I wasn't, and then I was again, and I wasn't, and then I was again, right? This sometimes happens when the you-know-what hits the fan, when that life's proverbial two-by-four comes and whacks you upside the head, when your heart is shattered into a million pieces. I had no hope. And I was a hopeful person. I always believed in the future. I always had a lot of confidence that my life was going to go in a good direction. I mean, I I wasn't living in in, uh, some kind of denial that nothing bad was ever going to happen. But I always knew I could handle everything. And I wasn't handling this very well. I felt alone and lonely, surrounded by people that I love. I mean, even when I was being the life of the party, there was something down there that was just missing. There was this dark cloud that hung over my heart 24-7. It was my life sentence. And here's what I've discovered. Nothing changes until you give yourself permission. I mean, that's where it all begins. It's that decision. For me, it was a pivotal decision when I decided to stand up and fight and try to be happy for one hour. That was my initial goal. I didn't want my son, Sean, to watch me self-destruct. It just didn't seem like that was a very good idea. (laughs) In fact, it was ridiculous. I didn't care how hard it was. That couldn't be what I showed him. And as a matter of fact, it wasn't what I wanted to show Jamie. Even though she was very much under the control of her addiction beast and living in a very dark and dangerous place in the world and in her life and her soul, I still want it to be a good influence. I still want it to be a good role model. So it all started when I gave myself permission to what? Okay. Now, as I'm going through some of these, I want you to maybe take out a piece of paper. I was going to say, make a mental note, but you know, when you've really been through it, making mental notes is a bad idea. I mean, a really bad idea. I think all the time, oh, yeah, I'll remember that. That's a great point, Valerie. I'll be on a hike or something, right? And I'll go, oh, that's a good one. That is so good. Soon as I get back, I'm going to make some notes on that. It'd be a great podcast. That'd be a great topic for my membership. You know, I have all these great ideas. And then I get back and it's gone. I mean, it may come back later. But I'm a real fan of taking notes somehow. So write these down or, you know, somehow come back and listen to this later and see how many of these you identify with that you're not giving yourself permission. And you can probably add several things to this list, but let's start with permission to stand up, permission to tell that beast to buzz off, permission to stop laying down on the mat, with your beast on top of you whispering in your ear and screaming in your face and telling you what a terrible person you are and reinforcing all the lies and all the BS. I mean, it really kind of starts there if that's where you are, right? If you're really down there, that's what you have to do, my friend. You have to give yourself permission to stand up. And every time you fall, because you will. How many times have I? I don't know. Maybe I should have kept track, kept a tally. It'd be a lot of digits. Every time you fall down, you get back up because you're going to give yourself permission to stand, not lay down, not wallow in self-pity, not agree with the beast and his lies, not stay down in that powerless position, not staying in victim land. Give yourself permission to stand up and fight for your life. You need to fight as if your life depends on it because I'm telling you what, my friend, it does. Your very life may not depend on you making this decision, but the quality of your life absolutely will. Are you withholding permission? Just that simple, permission to stand up. I'm not going to talk about what it's going to take to keep standing and to keep getting back up and then move forward and to soar. That's a whole nother matter. As a matter of fact we just announced a new event our very very first warriors and hope it's warriors and hope 2022 and this one is going to be virtual and this one's going to be free isn't that great isn't that cool so go to warriorsandhope.com and that is actually our membership page but if you come to the event there's going to be a lot of great opportunities to come into our membership With some really great benefits. So if I were you, I would just come to our free event. You can also go to ValerieSevera.com where you can find it. Um, It's time. It's time. Yay, I'm so excited. Okay, I digress. But I'm not going to talk about what it takes to get there. But that is a great place. By the way, even if you never join our Warriors and Hope membership, which I really hope you do, there is going to be some great information, tools, and resources that you can come away from that event with that can help you to stand, keep getting back up, and move forward. But we can't get into all of that here because all I want to do here is have you think about giving yourself permission. So we only talked about one thing, right? Permission to stand. How about permission to love yourself? And you know, this is kind of a cliche thing now, right? Oh, we should love ourselves. We just don't love ourselves enough. But I mean, seriously, especially if you've covered yourself in shame and guilt, You probably don't feel super loving toward yourself. You're probably a lot more loving to other people than you are to yourself. And you know what? When you give yourself permission to love yourself, how about permission to value yourself? Those are very related, aren't they? Then sometimes it'll also mean that you're going to need to give yourself permission to stop enabling if you're enabling someone to stay in their behavior. If you love yourself, you've got to stop self-destructing with them. That's not showing love. I know that you wouldn't just destruct that other person. So why would you do it to yourself? I mean, think about that. I had to think about that. Oh my gosh, I would do anything I could to prevent Jamie from self-destructing, but I wasn't doing much to prevent myself from self-destructing. So permission to stop enabling. Permission to be okay when someone you love is not. And I know right now what popped into your head is that's easier said than done. And you know, it's not one of my favorite things to hear. It's easier said than done. I mean, honestly, and I've said this too, so I'm really not putting you down. I'm saying it to myself too. Duh, of course, everything's easier to say than to do. But it starts with giving yourself permission to be okay when someone you love is not okay. Give yourself permission to get that oxygen mask back and put it on your own face. You were given that oxygen mask for your oxygen, for your life, so that you can be healthy and whole, so that you can be there for somebody else. If you stuck your oxygen mask on somebody else's face, first of all, where in the heck's theirs? Why don't they get their own and put it on their face? You need yours. Permission to get off the roller coaster from hell. Raise your hand. Raise both hands. Can you identify with the roller coaster from hell? It is not a fun ride. I mean, it is up one hill and down the next, and you're screaming around every corner, terrified of what is up ahead. And it doesn't have an end point. Every amusement park ride I've ever been on has an end point. I mean, you never really want those to end, right? I mean, you get on, and it seems like, boom, a couple minutes later, and you come to the end. They release the safety bar and they hustle you off the ride. It's not like that. With the roller coaster from hell, there is no end point. I rode that thing for 13 years waiting for Jamie to change, waiting for something to happen, waiting for God to reach down and rip me out of that thing. Something, someone, come on, help me, save me. You know what I found out? You have to pull the emergency brake and get off. That's what you gotta do. You can't wait for the end point because there might not be one. Pull the emergency brake and get off. Will you give yourself permission to get off the roller coaster from hell? How about permission to be happy? Nobody's happy all the time, but I need to be happy. Permission to live with joy. Again, even if things around you aren't great. I've got plenty of challenges in my life. As you listen to me, I probably sound like I don't. But if you listen to me enough and in depth, you'll find out that I'm pretty much an open book. Okay. Life's still not easy for me in many ways, but I've given myself permission to be happy, permission to have joy, permission to be healthy. Are you withholding permission from yourself? Like you're punishing yourself. Remember that self-imposed prison that I was in? Are you in your self-imposed prison? You know what? You even have to give yourself permission to temporarily fall apart. Yeah, it's okay sometimes. Sometimes I just have to spend a few minutes bawling my brains out about my baby girl, Jamie, and just sitting in shock that she's gone and she's never coming back. And I just cry and I cry out to God and I cry out to Jamie and I just have to just let it all out. That's okay. That's okay. Just don't stay there. That's really important. Don't stay there. How about permission to release? Permission to let go. Permission to let go of whoever and whatever you are blaming. The unforgiveness that you're holding on to. Permission to forgive other people. Permission to forgive yourself. Permission to matter. To believe that you have so much to offer this world. Permission to laugh in sad times. It's okay. It's a great release. I just did a podcast on that topic recently. Permission to say positive things about yourself. To change your mindset. Permission to be a positive, hopeful person. Sometimes you need permission to move on. It's okay to move on. Some people are not meant to be in your life forever. Some people are meant to be in our lives forever and some for 10 years, some for 10 months, some for 10 minutes. Give yourself permission to move on. If somebody is not serving you and it is not, it's just causing you aggravation, it's okay. You don't have to be rude or anything, but sometimes we just need to move on. Give yourself permission to be a warrior in hope. Give yourself permission to build a legacy, to leave a little piece of you behind in the world that makes you happy, that makes a difference. Give yourself permission. Step out of that self imposed prison like the one that I was living in. Give yourself permission to even come and attend our Warriors and Hope 2022 event. Give yourself permission to tell the people in your life that you're going to spend a couple hours on a Wednesday evening and a couple hours on a Thursday evening and maybe even watch replays and you don't want any distractions. Give yourself permission to take a few hours to enrich your soul, to lift yourself up, to be inspired, to be empowered, to get engaged and get excited about your life again. Go to warriorsandhope.com or valeriesilbera.com and you can find your way to our day one and day two. Register for both of them. We're going to give away some really cool stuff and just these sessions alone are going to benefit you in so many ways. And I will be very excited to know that you found your way to our very first Warriors and Hope event. I hope that someday I will get to know you And your story. But it's going to start with you giving yourself permission. I don't want you to be left behind. I want you to link arms with the rest of our tribe. We are a voice for change. We are a voice for a different type of conversation. We're a voice for shedding shame and guilt. We are a voice of hope give yourself permission. Wherever you are in this world, I want you to know that you're not alone. Your story matters, so live it courageously. Link arms with me because this is your moment.